0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Do We Know Them? We have made it to episode 110, which just feels super solid and we're just really into season two. Yes. And Jessie has a martini
1: and she's drunk. That's my Sean Connery voice. You're sick not scared, you know? You know about that? Oh, you're whipping out the impressions. I'm telling you, my gamer tag is messyjessie 7 because I'm, anyway. (laughs) I don't don't know why that's relevant. I want to just like put out a disclaimer right now. I am a little bit tipsy. I'm, did I say disclaimer right? Oh my God. So I'm a little bit tipsy because Lily had to push back 30 minutes. And in 30 minutes, you could finish approximately two more martinis than you thought you were going to finish before you film. This is my third martini. And this is, it is your dirty martini. Do you know what a dirty martini is? Uh, d- is
0: that when it has olives in it? Yeah.
1: Olive juice, vermouth, vodka. And then I like extra dirty. Does that mean extra olives? Yeah. <laughs> Literally just means extra olive See, juice.
0: See, I, I don't even know if I've ever eaten an olive.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> what? How old are you? You can't be 33 and not have ever eaten an olive.
0: Well, it's not like people are like offering them and I don't drink martinis. So. Okay,
1: we definitely run in different circles because I have people offer me <sighs> olives constantly.
0: Anyway, you know, I wouldn't like it anyway. But anyway, um, Jesse's drunk. I'm not, but like, not drunk. I mean, we can't trust me to keep this
1: on the rails. So I apologize. <laughs> it's Friday night. Okay. It's time to to get lit. Honestly, you know what's so crazy? I know we just said, I think it was last episode, could be two episodes, who knows these days. But like, we were just mentioning how frequent, like we film so close together that it feels like we're always filming. But I have to say that, especially when I'm tipsy, I will say that, but like when I, I just miss filming. I just want to film. I'm like, oh my god, let's <sighs> just fucking miss me. talk. Well, yeah, you're all right, but I miss filming the podcast. <laughs> but also, how funny is it that I just
0: was I was texting Jesse earlier that for the last episode I had went back. I never delete my texts ever. Text order. So I literally Big have text, text order. From, it's fun. Red flag. <laughs> no, but I've never released any. Like I could not like you, and I still wouldn't release old I know. Text. Like that's know. just, that's an, a different kind of evil, I think. What I like them for is like, you can look back and be like, I think some things that I'll read, I'm like, oh, that absolutely tracks. Other stuff, I'm like, who is this? <laughs> and one of the biggest things with me and Jesse is that we were obsessed with
1: each other. Yeah, I, I do remember that, but I didn't know it was that intense.
0: I'm looking through these texts and it was like, we were texting every couple days, not just texting. We were like texting to hang out every couple days and then it would be like three or four days instead. And it would literally be like, hello, my long-lost friend. When can we see each other? I'm like,
1: oh, "Ew, How happening? desperate were we? I have spilled so much dirty martini on my cooter cat that you don't even want to know. Never say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will.
0: But um, the craziest thing, though, of all of the texts that I, I didn't read through a ton last night, but I read through several. And oh, my God, we went to Pasadena to go to IPIC. Of course. We took a okay. lift to Pasadena. Several times, yes. I do not remember that. At all. Girl, and I cannot. I'm like, who, who was I? Because I, now couldn't be me.
1: I mean, I was a single woman, had nothing to spend my money on, but I pick and pretty much that's it. Just I pick. I was their number one customer. Oh, I just sure. like, Pasadena is not
0: close. Like, what? No, I, it was
1: like 45 minutes. It was something like I that. I do
0: not remember the last time I've taken a lift more than like 10 minutes away. Otherwise, I'm not going.
1: I mean, that's fair. Anyway, anyway believe it or not, we are not here to talk about absolute nonsense. Actually, That's questionable, but (laughs) that should be our tagline. Here to talk about absolute fucking nonsense. But we do have some topics today, including but not limited to the fact that Lily and I possess a great power (coughs) and we need to be careful with it because when you realize you have a power that we're Twitches, you have to be cautious of how you utilize that because you can cause the world to end. It's funny because I actually said that
0: to you a few weeks ago, joking. I was like, you know, we need to be careful with this manifestation power we have going on. And I will say, We didn't predict the Ace family divorcing. On the contrary, we
1: actually said that they're perfect for each other.
2: And with this wedding, you know, so perfect for each other. comes uh, obviously a lot of planning. Uh, right. And
1: you know what? Cheers to y'all. The happy couple. Cheers to you. Because hope you're happy. a couple that scams together stays together. And actually like everyone, to be fair, predicted that they would get divorced eventually. But that's but not the point. The fact point.
0: that we just talked about them when mm-hmm. we hadn't and like they haven't done anything really recent. Like th- it was super random that... I I just feel like that happens all the time. We say something and then within a few days, something is happening with that person.
1: Absolutely. It's not that we are wishing anything. It's that our energies are, it's too strong. A Leo and an Aries unite to end the world. I think that's what's happening. So we have to be careful what we talk about. But we are going to be covering the McBroom divorce and we are also going to be covering me thinking what's the second thing i don't remember oh my god let me look at my google doc oh i'm scared for my brain oh Why can i can't remember that Michaela. okay Michaela Negera.
0: we actually were just talking about her too but i guess she's kind of consistently yeah, i think in, she just uh, does that just one on that her own well,
1: that has nothing yeah. to do with us <laughs> but she got into some very interesting tiktok drama recently and i have quite a bit to say about both parties involved i have to be honest you know i
0: have some yeah thoughts. i'm curious because she she
1: has some additional information that i was not privy to you know i do i do be scrolling and then we have our we love the internet segment, which I'm not even kidding. The excitement I have to share the absolutely debaucherous one that I have for this segment today debaucherous. is debaucherous. What does that mean? Get, hit me with that definition. real like, quick.
0: that means like if you were like drinking underage, that's debauchery. I don't know why specifically I said underage. I think it could apply to just like being like wild and crazy.
1: It's like being mischievous. Okay, whatever. It's a fun one. And I wanted to send it to Lily so bad for nights now. It has been like three nights I wanted to send it to you. And I didn't because I wanted to save it for the segment. To get your real life reaction. So I'm excited for that. But anyway, which one do you want to start with? Uh, let's kick it off with the divorce. You know, I love a good divorce to just start off the evening. You know, you guys
0: have tagged... Like, I don't think I've been tagged in something this Dude. much in a while.
1: The DMs? I mean, it was
0: non-stop. I thought we did something. I was like, why am I getting so many mentions? And then I was like, oh, because we're witches. Got
1: it. I told you we're not getting canceled in 2024. No. I already manifested that. I spoke to the higher power about it. Great. I think I've spilled my entire drink. Okay. Anyway, moving on. So... the glasses are so wide it's like you you know what I said about martinis why do you have to drink it out of a martini glass what am I gonna drink this out of a regular glass that's That's debaucherous. The thing with (laughs) martinis is that you have to keep your eye on them. You have to keep your eye on the glass the entire time or you're gonna spill. So yeah, we were getting tagged a ton. People were basically just referring to the two posts that both Austin and Catherine posted about their divorce. Catherine and Austin each put out their own statements and they're different in their own ways and kind of in the ways you would expect them to be. Because you know what I mean? They're their own people.
0: I actually didn't even let myself fully read each of the statements because Mm -hmm. I wanted to give my reaction here.
1: You know what? same god we're good at this <laughs> what i found extremely interesting about austin's is that his is a picture of him and Catherine, very lovey-dovey she's like resting her head on his shoulder they're having a good time on vacation look like they just went skydiving i guess yeah the way i would never i mean i would never go skydiving period i'm one of those people that was like i will die on the way down i couldn't picture you doing that. would you do that yeah are you joking you would you would jump off a plane yeah for sure willingly, Mm -hmm. I would die on the way down of a heart attack or my parachute wouldn't work. So those are two things that would happen 100%. See, this is super
0: dark, but like, I always think of situations like that where it's like, I mean, obviously when like (laughs) not trying to have my parachute not work, but like, if it didn't, the odds of you surviving it, it's not like it's going to be this like really drawn out, painful, you know, and pretty quick. So
1: your relief is that you'll die super quick?
0: I mean... I feel like the odds of it happening to begin with are very, very slim. And then if it did happen, at least it would be quick.
1: Is it that slim? That they put a second parachute in every single person's backpack. Like, is it that slim that the first parachute doesn't work? Like, well, it's, but you know. it's slim that both of them would work. That's why they put it. <laughs> Here's how my brain works. If they have to put two parachutes because the first one almost never works or not. Uh, that's yeah a not right I know. Okay. I know. Right when I said it. <laughs> I said reel it back. But it's common enough that they have to put a second parachute. Then it would be the same likelihood that the second parachute wouldn't work. And so they should put a third and fourth. Mm, but it's that you're getting like a very
0: small likelihood twice in a row it that's less likely i don't really know how to do
1: statistics but it's anyway possible. that's enough for me to never do it all of this to say that i would absolutely under no circumstances skydive with austin McBroom. not the part because of the if conversation. i'm gonna die it's not gonna be with him <laughs> it's gonna be with anybody that's else that's the reason <laughs> No, like, you know what I mean? Cause I, okay, like when I used to be really scared of flying, I used to think like, okay, if this is the time I die, I would picture like the actual obituary and like the reporting of it. I would, re- I would picture all of it because I was terrified of flying, like panic attacks, crying. I got over it through a series of things, mostly learning about aviation. Um, one of my best friends is a flight attendant. And then also I just had to do this like exercise. That's like, how much danger are you in in the moment on a scale of one to 10, like actual danger, like how you feel versus the actual danger you're in in the moment. Anyway, whatever. And it was always zero. Well, no, because when I was in the air, I would feel like it's a 10. But then I was like, well, is it actually a 10? I don't know. Anyway, long story short, I got over it kind of like I am scared during takeoff, but that's neither here nor there. I would always picture the whole news article. Jesse Smiles, dead on flight, along with, obviously, everybody else. But I would picture that they would put my name in there because, they, you know, they they do that. But, like, I would picture it all. And so, like, I would picture, in this scenario, Jesse Smiles dead alongside Austin McBroom. No, I would never What's do that. What's
0: funny <laughs> is that, for me, what comes up when you say that is thinking, um... You never watched the show Yellow Jackets. Mm-mm. I mean, this applies to like any kind of plane crash situation, but that was a show that was out recently where there's a plane crash and they survive. I think of the fact that like if you survived, like could you imagine like having to be with Austin
1: McBroom? That is terrifying.
0: If you needed like help, if you were like stuck in your seat or something, like he wouldn't help you.
1: Not only would he not help me, but I would have to sleep with like toothpicks holding open my eyes because he would absolutely try something. to eat me.
0: Oh yeah, he'd try to eat me first.
1: <laughs> I've got some meat on these bones. Ain't no way. For the record, we've never met Osna McBroom and we don't know him. We just know that he would eat us on an island. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Oh my god, this is so long-winded. Uh, anyway, so he's skydiving with uh, Catherine McBroom. Why the fuck did that take us so long to get back? Wow. So So he chose this lovey-dovey ass picture. I found that super weird because it's not that they don't have love for each other, but they have, I don't know how to say this properly. I guess what I'm thinking is like, they have enough lack of love to have gone a divorce.
0: I'd say maybe they have some love, but they don't have any like anymore.
1: Perhaps, yeah. Or they maybe have love for each other as parents, or whatever the case may be. So it's like, maybe don't choose a picture where it looks like you guys are about to make out or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it, it, weird. I'm surprised that he didn't,
0: like, of all times not to post his family. It feels like this would have been one of the ones that kind of made sense.
1: All of that to say, I found it an interesting choice of picture for the context, especially when we look at Catherine's post. I feel like there's a bit of a difference there and how they decided to go about it so he posted this picture and in the caption it says for this new year i'll be taking a leap of faith i've made the hardest decision of my life Notice the verbiage. I've I have made, made yeah. the hardest decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the decision to close the book to my marriage. Dot dot dot. We have mutually agreed to a divorce, but will remain a team when it comes to our kids.
0: Even just in those two sentences, it's like I've made the hardest decision. The decision to close the book on my marriage,
1: and then he says we have mutually agreed. <laughs> right. It's like hmm. it's such a contradiction almost. Very much. They both think they made the decision, which would actually make sense that it's an amicable thing because if they both made the decision, that means they both agree. But they're both wording. It in a very like egotistical way where it's just like I decided this
0: and the thing that's crazy is like I could see him writing this because I know him so well no but um like the fact that he wrote this and didn't
1: realize that's how it sounded like oh, come on you think awesome broom can realize anything true he continued on to say we created one of the greatest stories almost a decade together so many memories so many accomplishments but every book comes to end and now we will be writing a new book as separate authors. A singular new book? Just one book. You really should have had someone proofread this. Feels like Janet wrote this. Oh my God, I was just about to say this. This is giving Twister in the mud, but I didn't know if it was appropriate to say. He says, we both understand that holding on is believing that there's only a past and letting go is knowing that there's a future. Eh? I think he thought he was being like super deep with all of this too. <laughs> maybe he was so deep that he fucking lost me. I'm drowning in this. I have no idea what he's talking about. We both understand that holding on is believing. Okay, so holding on is believing, maybe that it's gonna work out. Wait, no, because he continues on believing that there's only a past. That doesn't make any sense. And letting go is knowing that there's a future. Well, yeah, I mean, any decision you make, there's gonna be a future to that decision. Uh-uh. This one's a head scratcher. And we both are supporting each other's future in your singular book that you're writing as separate authors. They're separate authors, yeah, yeah. Same book, same book. This transition is not easy, but we are both making it as easy as it can be for our family. Yeah, how do you split debt? They're gonna have to figure it out. Does Austin's like boxing debt go to Catherine? Is that something he'll take on? I mean, either way, it's not gonna get paid. But I was just wondering.
0: What's ironic is that like I just actually found out recently that like divorces when they aren't super amicable can be like so expensive to deal with in court, and one of the biggest yep. things is splitting up the finances. I would imagine that Catherine would be like going like hard to try and not take on the debt
1: that is very much like attached to his name but then that's just going to put them both in more debt divorce can definitely be draining when you don't agree and you're not actually amicable and even if you are when you are married you build a life together
0: yeah you don't realize how like connected everything is
1: oh yeah everything everything is linked to that person but i also just have my doubts about them as a couple in terms of like how much they actually were building a life How much was
0: just for show and how much was, yeah.
1: Yeah, but he went on to say, we will continue to be the best parents to our kids. Separations are difficult and most times messy, but you will see how we push through these difficult times as a unit and keep influencing with love and positivity. Is all you do. Must've missed that. Keep influencing, of course. With that being said, 2024 will be life changing for me. I will be dedicated to myself, my kids, my health, my body my mind, my spirit, and god. Anything else? Is there anything else? Oh, that's left? so many words. Thank you to everyone who has supported us through our journey and who will continue to support us moving forward. We're going to need even more of your love and strength during this time with a praying emoji and a white heart.
0: By love and strength do you mean money? <laughs> when I tell
1: you that his comments were lit the fuck up, they were lit the fuck up. I'm talking people being like, "Well, what do you think was going to happen? You're a cheater." To like, "I saw this coming." Like people have been So, and that's one of the things I wanted
0: to discuss is like everything for the most part that I've seen is, I mean, obviously it's going to be team Catherine because there's been so many rumors of him cheating and being an asshole, but are we suddenly going to just pretend like Catherine didn't partake in any of the scamming or anything like that because, like, she hasn't been the best either.
1: Imagine Austin, let's say he even is the mastermind behind every scam. I'm talking from the beginning of time. They have done so many scams at this point. But let's say that she's not the one that comes up with it. She's the one that, like, wraps her arm, like, loops it in with his and is just like, yeah, like, let's do this. Like, she's very much been there every single step of the way. And one thing that's important to know, if you're not someone that's familiar with the Ace family, it has been known for quite some time because the amount of allegations are endless at this point. Like I cannot keep track of how many women have said that Austin has cheated on Catherine with them or people have literally spotted Austin at clubs with other women making out with them. Like this has just been endless. Catherine has been embarrassed for years and she has stood, I would say on business, but she stood on... Nothing. She stood on air. She literally stood on a figment of her own imagination, which was that he was being loyal to her and he was not. Now, I would say allegedly, but like when there's so many people that come forward, there has to be some truth there.
0: I don't have a doubt that there was cheating definitely going on. I do wonder how much was secretive or like you said, like how much of their relationship was a real relationship or if maybe it did kind of evolve into more of a business relationship where they were like, it's more lucrative if we stay together. And by more lucrative, I mean not
1: lucrative at all, but maybe she possibly was aware there's no way she wasn't aware unless she was completely delusional and i definitely know that women or people in general like when you want to believe something you'll believe it that's and i feel terrible if that is the case but i also do just have
0: to wonder maybe she was okay with it and they had kind of an open relationship agreement situation
1: i think it makes a lot more sense that everyone's theory is correct and that they both kind of understood what the situation was and that now the split is actually happening because in no way shape or form is the ace family profitable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in 2024 like they're just not so if they're not then that shitty situation of someone what's the point yeah literally what is the point why would you continue something like that because i do think that they were authentically together at one point do i think they've been that way in a long time nope i don't sense the chemistry on screen at any point that i see it i don't get the relationship and again we didn't even know they were married like we had to throw in a voiceover and be like oh just kidding i guess they did get married because they kept teasing that they were gonna have their wedding and it was gonna be bigger i think than that the that's Royals.
0: a interesting part because like maybe that was like the kind of last thing that kind of like made them decide maybe it's time to spark ways because no one really cared they wanted to like drum up no all one. this excitement around it and it's like
1: Cool. At this point, not only the Ace family, but family channels in general, because of the movement against family channels and understanding that it's exploitation and all of that stuff. They've been on the decline. They're not anywhere near as profitable as they used to be. So being the Ace family right now is more of an infamy thing Mm -hmm. than it is, you know, a online fame thing. Like they're very much experiencing and you see it in both of their comments. Like they're both clowned in their own ways. Like Catherine, yes, is receiving more than Austin is because everyone hates Austin. But Catherine herself is receiving her fair share of like being ridiculed because they don't have a lot of support. They have a lot of attention, but that doesn't always equal support. So yeah, a lot of people responded to Austin and just were ripping him to shreds. Number one, pointing out like, You guys haven't really been together for years. Like, you know, all that type of shit of like, yeah, we knew this was coming. But then after Catherine followed suit with a post that was all text. So it's literally just a white screen with text on it, which is much more what I thought Austin would do as well. And because this is like what actually makes sense to do. But she also seems to think that it was her decision not them both saying the same thing. But that's why we said they're perfect for each other. Cause in yeah. a lot of ways they were, they're but the in the worst person. way ever, obviously. Yeah. So she said, as I start this new year, I will challenge myself in ways that I have never done before. 2024 will be my year of transformative change. And with this taking place, one of the steps in my journey is the difficult decision to leave my marriage. So she's saying- Leave
0: my marriage does imply that she is removing herself from the marriage.
1: And yes, She also <laughs> follows up in the very next <laughs> yes. sentence to say, we have mutually agreed to a divorce
0: i feel like they had like a prompt where it was like these are the non-negotiable things you have to put in there and then the rest you can be creative with it was like the only thing that was in there was we've mutually agreed to a divorce and we were like working on ourselves this year
1: and then this is what we got i know our paths as a couple have shifted and has created challenges that are irreconcilable what happened this decision comes with a very heavy heart as heartbreaking as this is i also feel liberated girl I know that's true. I have spent the past few years prioritizing my children and honoring my commitment to my family. All the while, I seem to be losing myself in my own personal happiness. Our main priority will be to stay united as parents and to continue creating a stable, happy, and loving environment for our children. Thank you to all of my supporters for giving me a safe space to be able to use my voice and share our love. I love you all so much and I'm beyond grateful for all the support we've received from you throughout all these years as a couple. And Austin, you're my best friend and that will never change with a heart. Questions, thoughts, concerns?
0: Um, hers doesn't have as many typos.
1: I mean, that makes sense. And it tracks.
0: We're not, I feel weird laughing. I'm not laughing at the fact that they're actually getting a divorce and I feel bad for their kids. But I also don't think it's like a noble thing to stay in a relationship just for the kids. Especially in a situation like this where it's like super publicized and probably really confusing if they aren't necessarily as in a real a relationship as they make it seem like on camera
1: honestly though if you actually look at the content that they've produced i mean i'm not an avid watcher of ace family by any means but if you actually look at everything they don't actually show a lot of love on camera they show a lot of their life and like oh this that and the other but it's not a whole lot of actual narrative
0: that they push is just very much like talking about the wedding and talking like I don't know.
1: Yeah, but it all seems very disingenuous and disconnected. If you're actually looking at it and trying to feel... If a couple has any sort of chemistry... I don't feel it from them and I haven't really ever. For sure,
0: for sure. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like that might be confusing for the kids to be witnessing because it's like if they aren't like very connected at all normally and then they just like kind of put on this weird
1: front for the camera. Like, It is confusing and it's also disturbing because I always think of that clip where Catherine left it in because she's the one that edits. They're in the bathroom and Austin is like getting frustrated and making the kids redo the intro like, family,
3: Welcome back to our channel, guys. What's going on?
2: Everybody look at my hair. No. Good thing I don't have to no I'm gonna say it. Good thing I have to be on camera today.
4: Okay. God. Okay. My hair looks fucked up. I would not film like this. So just go. Okay.
3: Okay, one, two,
4: three.
2: Hey
3: Welcome back to our channel guys.
2: What's going on? Every ooh, look at my hair. Good thing I'm not gonna be on camera today, all right. Baby. Like
1: I think of that all the time whenever I see them. And it's just very indicative of like those kids have only ever known a life of like perform, perform, perform. And I think that's a lot of what their marriage was. Yeah. And they were both not even very good at it. <laughs> Cause like as a creator myself, I saw right through it. It's like, okay, you guys are saying the words, but I don't feel shit from you. Like there's no genuine connection that I felt. So I'm not at all surprised by this. Now, is it sad that a family is getting split up? I don't even know. That's questionable to me. Like I'm a child of divorce. It was sloppy, but at the same time, I always tell my mom and my dad, I'm like, "Thank God." Like I would never want to exist in a world where you guys ended up together. No offense, but like Exactly. And if they were staying together
0: also just for like I don't even feel like I mean, obviously this is my speculation. I don't know them, but like I don't feel like they were necessarily staying together for the kids. They were staying together for the image for of the, the money. family. So I also then, when I look at, like, their TikTok the other day when I'm pulling assets, I see that most of the videos are, like, Austin and one of the daughters, for the most part, like, doing, like, dances. Right. And I think that that definitely is, like, the majority of their content these days is just, like, short TikTok videos. And if all of the content is just, like, him and one of the daughters... They don't need to be married. for that. <laughs> Like, they can exploit their children separately. It just doesn't feel like they found anything lucrative about the relationship anymore. So it was like, well, might as well cut our losses. The other overwhelming comment I saw was like, you should have stayed with Michael B. Jordan because... I don't know if you guys are aware, but apparently she used to date Michael B. Jordan before she was
1: with Austin. We don't even know that that was an option for her.
0: That's, I was like, to that I say, how long did they even date? Did they just like go on a couple dates? Because why are you acting like he was like pining over her waiting to propose and she like gave Right, right?
1: Like, I, I know. know. So I can't find it, but basically Shyla, who is the ex of Austin's brother, whose name is Landon, and we've talked about them before. We've had a, an episode like covering all that drama because he was horrible to her and yeah, they it was very... just a really messy Messy. situation and also side note Landon is like really weird and is like obsessed with pregnancy, allegedly, and like is constantly posting on his Snapchat, both pictures of Shiloh when she was pregnant and like pretending that his ex-girlfriends are his current girlfriends and that he got them pregnant. And he's just very strange. I don't know know what he's up to. Yeah, it's a very weird side story that we won't get into, but he's an interesting one, surprise. But anyway, so when all this happened, much like our DMs, I guess Shiloh's DMs were also on and popping and everyone was like, Shiloh, what do you think about this divorce and all this stuff? And she took a picture of her brooms in her closet and she replied to a comment that was like tell us what you think about the book brooms and she's like i don't know what you guys are talking about my brooms are fine and i thought that was funny but she very much no doubt is relishing in this because she hates that whole family and they have been awful to her we're
4: gonna have a serious talk right now i put the foot on because you know it's i'm standing on (laughs) this okay i see this comment too like people like that don't apologize because they refuse to admit that they're wrong and specifically i'm i can get on here and say what i want to say because they got on the internet as a whole unit and bullied me and lied for like years so um this is my business but you know generally it is sad when a family is like breaking up it's sad it's gonna be a change for the kids i hope they're doing well um, yeah, but I, I, I think they should stay together. I think they're the same person. They deserve each other. And they're like a perfect match in my funk. But yeah, people are saying, like, I should blink up and... Eh. This woman has been a Regina George mean girl to me since I was 18 years old. And I look back and I'm like, why did I, why did I tolerate that? A mean girl to me for years and then hides behind the guise of like spirituality and like holier than now. And that is just very, mm, it's like a lack of, I think honestly it has to do with having like a personality disorder if I had to guess, like a sociopath. And then when you do psychedelics, I think it makes you develop, like, a godlike complex. And then you're just really lost in the sauce. And then when no one around you holds you accountable for anything, you guys are just, like... Everybody's lost in this life. Everybody's living in the same delusion.
1: Yeah, but that was a very long dive into their divorce when it was literally just two statements. So we'll move on. Just kidding,
0: because don't worry, right when we finished filming, Catherine put out a statement. And by statement, I mean long-winded, rambling Snapchat story. Is that what those are called? Anyway, don't worry. I did edit out the pauses and I may have sped it up as well because she was taking a really long time. All right, we're gonna have to keep it here
3: at my regular angle okay so you know when you share something very life-changing with your family or your friends or even the public right um obviously you know my life has been very public for many years we've been making content and you know on youtube for many many years and so not to make this video like so long and just i'm just trying to live my life genuinely like i just want to go back to just being myself actually like truly being myself in my most rawest form because i feel like i hold a lot of things in I'm sure this is going to go everywhere, but I, I do want to say, and I, I own I own this, I own up to this, I lied to myself for a very long time, and I was not happy, and my main priority was always, always, always my kids and my family, and just prioritizing them, because they're the most important thing to me, and I feel like at the end of the day, nothing else really matters other than your family and people that are close to you and love like love is literally the strongest most important force in this universe um so that's kind of what I've always um prioritized and so moving forward now um things have changed because I realized that in order for my kids to truly be happy I have to be truly happy like truly 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 happy inside and yeah I feel like I was lying to myself for a long time, telling myself that I was happy because one thing about me and Austin is we never fought, we never argued, nothing, like nothing. Like we were and still are the bestest friends. And so for me, I thought like, oh, there's nothing wrong. Like there's nothing wrong here. I had been lying to myself and I knew that certain things didn't feel right and certain things weren't right. And this goes back like years. But again, like one thing about me is my loyalty. And my commitment to my family is unmatched, and that's one thing that I will always take pride on because my loyalty is like, like I'm like the definition of loyal. <laughs> like I'm very loyal, and um, I just I always protect and I protect my family and I protect everyone. Like if you're a friend of mine, I will protect you. If you, if I love you, I protect you, and that's kind of my personality and that's kind of who I've always been and that's truly who I am and like I have this like fire in me this strength about protection that I will always have and so I think being this way has kind of caused me to put aside my happiness and um I'm saying a lot without saying a lot right now you didn't notice but um and I just want to say that I am truly 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 happy like I have never been this happy in my life Life, And it's not because of the change, but it's because of where I feel within myself and where have, I have been for a while now I've I've been feeling like this for months. If you guys want to ask me any questions um, I'm sure you you have questions and that's okay. That's totally valid and fine and I will answer your questions I feel like I feel like I'm in a good place now. I have no fears of nothing or anyone. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> flowing through life and so um, Ask me the questions. Um, there's gonna be a lot of changes happening like soon like transitioning I still don't know what I'm doing like I'm very new to this new dynamic that we're gonna be unfolding and going into but I'm okay with it I got no fears I'm okay with it and it's okay and um, you can go ahead and ask me all the questions you want now. also one more thing because I just know you guys are a tough crowd <laughs> just because I am happy and I feel good and I'm happy with my decision and I'm going in the direction that I truly feel like I should be going, doesn't mean that I'm not sad at the same time. Um, there's a lot of sadness. I don't think it's really like hit me yet because Austin hasn't moved to his new place yet, but there's sadness. Yes, it's like a morning of death or something like it's like morning, like I I can truly say that this would be like the first time that i have to mourn something that has like died in my life like ended in my life um figuratively speaking of course and i don't want anyone to think that just because i'm happy doesn't mean that i also don't have sadness for the changes and for my children and for the new dynamic but what i do know is that we're some strong ass co-parenting dynamic and nothing will change in that sense where like They don't see their parents with each other and stuff because we're definitely always going to be together because we have three kids and it's part of life. But yeah, just don't think that I'm not like sad in any way because I definitely do have a lot of sadness
1: about the changes. I'm human. We do have another topic, but a lot of you guys were tagging us in their divorce stuff, so... There it is. That's our thoughts on it. Now, our next topic Michaela. is about Michaela Negera because she has found herself in yet another scandal on TikTok. What's new? Shocking. I told you <laughs> the first time we talked about her during Lashgate, I was like, this will not be the last time. We will talk about this one.
0: Maybe I'll sprinkle in some clips here. But like we said in the very beginning that like, even when we just found out about her, like she lied or was an asshole about the girl that came up to her, someone working somewhere.
1: Oh, yeah. The waitress.
0: Yeah, Yeah. That said she was rude. And then like... Michaela apologized but then she like put out a video saying like that fucking bitch like it was just like whoa that was a 180 like so you're a liar like that was very much the, how she painted herself from the beginning when it was something that wasn't even like super significant I mean like obviously I don't think she should be mean and lying about a fan interaction but like it wasn't even to the level of her lying for like Lashgate where it's like oh my god this mascara is amazing and she like clearly had on falsies but we said that from the very
1: beginning it was like Mm, that's who she is recently she got outed by a waitress that served her and said that she was like really rude Um, do you want to watch that actually? I think we yeah. should Yeah, I do
3: one time when I was serving back in boston I noticed someone come in and that person was like Michaela, like the Beauty girl, you know, I was like, thank you so much for going to blah 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 I'm so like excited to be able to take care of you. Like if you need anything, please let me know and I basically was just like we're so happy to have you here like And her dad was like, Who's we? Like, why are you like so excited to have her here? And I was like, Oh, like everyone knows Michaela, like a couple of us are really big fans of her work. And she immediately like gave me such a death stare and was like, thanks. I'll be honest, her fiance was so nice. Like he was so so sweet. She was just like very, very rude. And like, I don't know, with any normal person, like you can tell when like the table's energy is off, and like I could just like immediately tell that like
1: she hated me. And then Michaela ended up commenting on this girl, the waitress's TikTok, and said, I'm sorry you had this experience with me. I struggle really bad with social anxiety, and I usually shut down and become awkward in public. I really never mean to appear rude. I just am very shy and usually not sure what to say. I am always nervous that I come off the wrong way due to this, but I absolutely didn't hate you and your service was great and my dad is just a sarcastic asshole. He meant no harm at all. He gets excited when people recognize me. I wish I was more social and easier to talk to. Cody definitely helps me to be more comfortable in situations. Truly, I meant no harm at all and I'm very sorry that you did not have the experience meeting me that you maybe hoped for. I am working on the social anxiety and hope to improve on it because I know my supporters deserve better interactions with me in person, but I hope you know I really never meant to make you feel that way and the- Food was delicious, so that was nice, right? Could have well, been a lot different. What's crazy is after this, Michaela DM'd the waitress the same kind of sentiment of like, "Hey, I'm really sorry, whatever." The waitress did not answer Michaela's message, which you don't have to. Like, you don't issue an apology because you want something in return. Yeah. How many times do I have to fucking say that? This is what just got me. She then posts this in the midst of like the middle of the drama of the waitress. Everyone's talking about it on TikTok. Everyone's commenting.
5: And she says this, like, towards the end. But it just makes it a little bit more sultry. By the way, if you saw that, uh, waitress, uh, story, uh, yeah, she's full of shit, so, uh... What? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I don't really want to give a f- free clout because she's fucking lying, but I did personally apologize to her, and she fucking left me on red. Very mature. Uh, but yeah, she's fucking lying, so... But I still apologize because I never want to make anyone feel like I'm, uh, you know... <laughs> trying to what? be rude or anything like that but nah uh she's lying so i am definitely a asshole but i am not rude <laughs> well I'm, I'm, a, I'm i can be a bitch huh? but like i'm not there's a difference <laughs> the way she twisted and dramatized everything just was very unusual to me anyways back to the positivity we radiate on this page don't I- uh, what? <laughs> like that's the show of character
0: that's gonna be the blueprint for the rest of her career, and that has checked out.
1: Well, like I said, I have many thoughts on this. So what I'll do is I'll just kind of show you in chronological order how this all played out. So there is someone on TikTok by the name of Matthew. His name is Matthew Stevens. He goes by MV Stevens on TikTok, and he owns a company called Illusion Bronze. And the concept of his company is that he has a self tanner, so it's one of those like foaming ones, but his company has like over 100 shades right yeah there's like 125
0: shades and it's based on like filling out a little quiz where it's like your eye color your hair color and something else but it's like a customizable kind of situation where it's not just like light medium tan it's like a little deeper than that
1: yeah and i do think that that's a good idea for a business but i've seen him on my for you page for a few things and i will get to that in a second but this is what really popped off on tiktok it currently as we're watching this has 885,000 likes okay which Millions of views.
2: Yeah. Michaela's lies have cost me ten thousand dollars. Yes, I am ten thousand dollars in debt because of her lies. In October, I made a video asking Michaela if there was any way she would review my small business. My business, Illusion Bronze, went viral last year, and in the video to Michaela, I just explained, hey, there's this multi-million dollar company who's sort of knocking off my idea, and I could really use your help. If you don't know, Illusion Bronze is the only custom self-tanner mixed for each individual client based off your eye color, hair color, and skin tone. I launched in January. This multi-million dollar brand had a line of four shades coming out in April. After seeing I had gone viral with my concept, this brand put a quiz on their website asking people for their eye color, hair color, and skin tone, and they would suggest one of four colors. So it basically cheapened and simplified my idea, obviously, because I have 125 customizable colors. I tried to convince myself that it was a coincidence, but there were a few girls who went viral from reviewing my product that were genuine, authentic reviews, and this multi-million dollar brand went after them paying them to do reviews of their brand and mention the things that were unique about my product but instead say it about theirs. So imagine my surprise when four days after I asked Michaela if she would review my small business, she reviews the specific line from the multi-million dollar company who was knocking me off.
1: I think the brand he's talking about is Bondi Sands, which is a famous tanner, if that's who he's talking about. I'll figure it out. And I get that that's super fucking annoying. Like, as of right now, when I was watching this, I'm like, I'm there with you. Like, I totally agree that if that was turned around, I would be so fucking annoyed. But it does get progressively just like, wait, what?
2: Now, keep in mind, when I asked her to review my product line, and then she reviewed the competitor four days later, their line had been out for six months at this time, so I didn't believe it to be a coincidence. It's not that I was blaming her. I didn't think it was her fault. But I thought, wow, this company has already gone after the small influencers who blew up my brand and paid them. They must have seen my video to Michaela and now paid her too. This video I posted wondering if it was a coincidence garnered 4 million views. Kayla DM'd me the next morning and said, It was an absolute coincidence. It would never be my intention to hurt a small business. She said, I think I actually have your tanner. Regardless, when I get home, I will make my purchase and try your tanner ASAP. We DM back and forth for a while. She does say, I wish you would have come to me first. I was like, uh, how? So then she gave me her phone number, asked to speak on the phone. We talked for like 20 minutes. She was like, my parents are small business owners. They've experienced similar things. I was like, wow, this poor girl, like she's young. She's doing the best she can. Once she's home, she shows me that she has the product as well as shits all over my competitor, but I'm not going to blast <laughs> that. And for a second, I really thought like, wow, maybe this misunderstanding is turning into a friendship. Well, in October, she told me she was posting it ASAP, and then two months passed by. I really just had grieved the idea and moved forward. I was like, damn, it's unfortunate that she really is the person that people say she is. I don't think that she understands that just because I don't have 15 million followers, I do have almost 72,000. And people tag her in my videos and ask me about her every single day now for the past three months. So one day when someone was in my live asking me where Michaela's review was, I said, guys, just let it go. And then people started going to her page and commenting, where's the illusion bronze review? texted me almost immediately, I don't know if you mentioned me or something somewhere, but I'm getting so many comments about trying the Tanner. This is giving
1: me PTSD. Do you know why? No. That feeling of like someone confronting you in that way and being like, did you mention me? Because I'm getting shit. Oh. Like that, <laughs> that Yes, feeling, yes,
0: I understand. That's PTSD.
1: <laughs> literally, it's just like I read this and it seems on the surface like a non-accusatory message, but it's not. It's very much like, did you say fucking, like, I'm getting shit, bitch. Like, why the fuck did you say this? How many times has she been like, I'm going to post a video about it. I don't know why she
0: would be promising all that.
1: A hundred percent. And that's where we get to the nitty gritty of this. But her message to him says, I don't know if you mentioned me or something somewhere, but I'm getting so many comments about trying the tanner and I'm actually using it this weekend. I only tan for special occasions, but I have a wedding this weekend and I'm so excited to use it. Ton of exclamation points. Then she says, I'll be posting a video about it tomorrow with a heart. This is like... Very important to note, we'll continue.
2: And then people started going to her page and commenting, where's the illusion bronze review? She texted me almost immediately. I don't know if you mentioned me or something somewhere, but I'm getting so many comments about trying the tanner and I'm actually using it this weekend. She says, I'll be posting a video about it tomorrow, December 7th. Now oh, in the past Michaela made a video about how she doesn't review indie brands anymore because they can't keep up with the orders.
5: There's been a few instances where the indie brand cannot handle the
0: influx of new the
2: orders
5: capacity to fulfill all of those orders. I
2: was a long term fan and follower, so I remembered that video. And the last thing that I wanted to do was embarrass myself, my business, or her. And Shopify had kept offering me a $10,000 loan. So when she told me, I'm reviewing this tomorrow, I was like, let me take that loan. The money gets deposited within like 24 hours, and I spent all $10,000 on product i honestly felt like that day was christmas i was so excited i kept refreshing my tiktok feed and when she finally posted she clearly had a tan on but it was hideous talking like beyond orange and the hands were a mess i genuinely didn't understand with how my product line works how she could turn out looking like that Still, I tried to find the least offensive photo of this tan I could find. The least offensive You look beautiful.
1: (laughs)
5: That killed me.
1: He did not hold back. He's like, the tan was fucking butt ugly. The least offensive photo to tell her she looked beautiful. Like, not just least offensive photo.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's like low-key ruthless, but anyway. Here is my message below. I say I wish I could have given her tips. (laughs) Oh,
1: my god his message to her is so unhinged it says i wish i could have given you some hand application tips it's like bitch why would you post this aka you look like shit.
0: no but i do think it's interesting because i have to say he's very confident that
1: his
2: product product is
0: good and that it would not turn out like this which i do appreciate
2: Mm, no well There's updates to this story, Lily. Anyway.
1: Um, Oh God, fuck.
2: (laughs) Talk to her more about how long to leave it on for. When she and I were on the phone, Michaela wanted to make sure that my tan was a rapid tan, which it is. You leave it on one hour for light, two hours for medium, three hours for dark. She told me she doesn't like using tans that you leave on for a long time. But she told me she left on mine for 12 hours. So I'm like, is that why it turned out so 12 hours? She tells me she it. But if you're unaware of sense. this, Michaela, you... Should- Do you know how to follow
1: instructions? It's much like when L'Oreal sent you a contract that says, you know, use our mascara. And then you just like took it upon yourself to put on a pair of falsies. Follow fucking instructions,
0: please. No, but or like we were just talking about when she reviewed like all the products that she'd never tried before. And she used like five different kinds of primers all together. I'm like... I feel like that's kind of like, you just know that you don't do that.
2: Michaela usually posts in chronological order. So I'm like, if this is my tan, why didn't she post a review video? She said she was posting it today. Called my mom so upset. I'm like, mom, when she posts this video, no one is going to want to buy myself Or Like, how did it turn out this way? And then my mom said, Matt, with all the orders you've had, has anybody ever told you they look orange? Have you ever seen a photo of someone who looks orange after using illusion bronze? And I was like, no. And then i went back and i looked at her full body and i realized she got a spray tan not only did she lie when she said she was posting a review the next day but she lied to me pretending she even used it at all
1: when i first saw this i thought that's a bold statement like how faithful are you in your product that you know for a fact when she is saying i used it that she didn't because honestly most self tanners like even he looks a little orange to me
0: honestly i had the same thought because like have you ever used um tan towels I'm they're sorry, like what? wipes
1: oh no never
0: there's a variety of brands i think but i think l'oréal actually is even one that i've used but they're like they come in like little packs and they almost look like makeup wipes they're just white there's nothing on them but like you wipe them on and then like within an hour you're tan but especially with your hands like Anyone that has ever used any kind of self tanner, it's gonna fuck up your hands if you don't yeah. like wash them after or you're wearing gloves or something. So I did have the same thought that I was like, this must be a great tanner because he's so confident that it wouldn't turn out like that. And I don't know, I just was like, I guess this felt really weird good, with but- me.
1: There was a few things that sat weird with me. One was that he got out a ten thousand dollar loan just because she said that she was going to review it, which I understand why he did it because she did say, I am posting this tomorrow. Like she did say that. Yes, yes. But at the same time, I'm not going to take out $10,000 based on anything any influencer tells me ever. So it's like a learning experience for sure.
0: That also shows his confidence in the product because he's not paying her. She doesn't have to post a good review. He's so confident that she's going to post it and say like, I love this, that then all of her fans are going to go buy it.
1: Is he confident or is he delusional?
0: I don't know. I guess that's what you're going to show me.
1: Yeah. Well, honestly, I don't think he's delusional. I think he got very much wrapped up in something that he didn't handle properly, nor did she. I don't think anybody handled this properly 100%. But I understand that he was very excited and definitely And I do wonder
0: also if he kind of was interpreting this, like he said, like as now like a friendship. So he was like banking on like, she wouldn't give me a negative review. She's being For so sure. nice
2: to me. Like, why not just say I didn't get a chance to... To use it, why are you saying I slept it in it and I love it? Just say you didn't have time. So for the next three weeks, I'm stewing. I'm like, where's the review? $10,000 worth of product showed up at my house. Finally, I'm like, listen, she doesn't know how much money I spent, so let me just tell her the situation and that it's stressing me out, and I know she'll make it right. Pause if you wanna read. We do wanna read.
1: So he says to her, so I don't wanna sound like a pest or pile on when you're not feeling great. So I guess she had maybe said online that she wasn't feeling the best. And then he says, I was never planning on following up about a review at all because like I've said, you don't owe me anything. But when you texted me three weeks ago, saying you were doing it the next day, I placed a $10,000 order with my lab and in parentheses he put bigger than I've ever done before because I wanted to be prepared. So that made me a little stressed. I'm super sensitive and understanding when it comes to your mental health, that should be your number one priority always. But if you do manage to muster up the energy for a New Year's Eve tan or sometime soon, I'd be super, super grateful. Now, I just wanna say like if I got this text, I would throw up. I would actually maybe throw up somewhere. Like I'd be like, you did what? You did what? Yeah. Like, I understand that she has I a I mean, lot of I never influence. would have agreed to do it originally.
0: I think that was like a weird thing that she was like promising him that if she wasn't going to do it.
1: Can I just say, I understand that. And I know a lot of people might get upset at me, but in my early days, especially in my Vine days, like, I promise shit and yes not like everything. reviewing business products but yes I'd say yes to everything like I would say yes to helping someone do something that I absolutely did not have the time to do or I would be like oh yeah for sure we'll do that and it wasn't coming from a place of me wanting to be deceptive it was very much coming from a place of normally before my fame I would have been able to help them or I would have been able to have the time to do that but when you have a lot of attention and you're doing a lot of things and there are a lot of brands and commitments that you already have it's overwhelming as fuck then you like kind of tie in that this is going on your platform so she's not just making a video for him to post on his platform she's posting it on hers which is stressful in its own way yes she posts about different brands every single day i'm not saying that it's right or wrong i'm saying i know why this happened like she very much wanted to do this for him and i don't think it was disingenuous i think that she's just not adjusted enough to her new kind of life you know how new is it though now though, this was december i mean she's only been popular for like two years I feel like that's still new. The amount of deals she has done, this is this past December, this is a month ago. Again, I'm not saying she's right for doing it. I'm saying she hasn't figured out that she's not capable of doing it all yet. I don't give her that benefit of the doubt at this point. She has literally, she had a branded
0: wedding. Like this bitch has done so many brand deals and this wasn't even a brand deal. So I feel like she knew she wasn't gonna have time to do it. And she just was like appeasing him to kind of like get him to stop texting her. And that's not how she should have handled this even oh 100
1: percent. i don't think she should have handled this that way at all but i do think that i'm like i don't think she did it maliciously i think she just fucked up
0: there's also a difference i think between kind of like being like yeah i love it i'll try it and being i will post a video
1: tomorrow that's honestly where she fucked up so it's like it is one thing to tell someone like oh i'll review it for sure but not give them a date totally then be like yeah. i right. tomorrow. Like be very vague this. about it, yes. But
2: anyway, it gets worse. Basically, I tell her three weeks earlier, I placed an order for $10,000 because I wanted to be prepared. And as someone who talks about their mental health so much, I wanted to let her know that I was really stressed out about this. And if she could find the energy to do a New Year's Eve tan, I would really appreciate it. Oh my god, well the good news is you'll have to stop when the video is posted. She told me she didn't have time to make a review when she originally used the product, even though I now know she didn't use the product at all. Well, she did.
1: That's such a dumb thing to say. Like you should not have sent that second text. Like if someone told you I ordered $10,000 worth of product, I would have immediately been like, oh my God, I'm really sorry. But like that actually stresses me out a little bit because I had no idea that you did that. I don't know that I could sell that for you. Like I would have immediately gone into a spiral because of that. I don't think Michaela doubts that she could sell that for him though.
0: Like, oh, that's true. I think yeah. she's
1: pretty confident in her reach. <laughs> but she says, oh my God. Well, the good news is you'll have the stock when the video is posted. I didn't have time to do the reviews that day, so I decided just to try it and see what I thought. And then my next tan, I'd film the review when I had more time. I didn't want to rush it and be shitty." Which is like, okay, well, you could have told him that. Why did he have to reach out to you to get that info?
0: That's the thing. Stop promising things and not delivering and then being like, whoops, this is why. And it's like, well, you knew that though. Like this isn't like something that just happened.
2: Yeah. Find the time to do a New Year's Eve tan. Now I'm gonna do my base. I am gonna match myself tana. But for some reason she chose not to review mine in that moment even knowing there was $10,000 worth of product sitting in my home. Now it's the second week of January, two weeks since I've told her about this and she's gotten another spray tan. So she said she was posting it ASAP in October, the first week of December she said I'm posting the review tomorrow. Two weeks ago I told her because she said that I ordered $10,000 worth of product and she's had two tans since then, and not once did it cross her mind, hey, I really should post that review. This guy has all this product sitting in his house because of what I said to him. She doesn't care about me, my mental health, my finances, my stress, but she expects everyone else to care about her mental health. You're not the only one, babe. You're not the only one. I'm telling you guys this now because last night, people were commenting on her videos saying, I support Matthew's small business review Illusion Bronze. She responded, no. She responded, shut up. And she started blocking people. I've got 10K worth of product in my home. So if you'd like to start out your new year with the only custom tan, please visit Illusion Bronze. And if you're not somebody who uses self-tanner or can't afford it, please follow me. That's the biggest thing that you can do to help.
1: I have to say, he says this multiple times. We're going to see their responses now because they both have responded, but he never shows proof for that. So he mentions her comments saying, stop, no, shut up, whatever, multiple times. And that being the main reason that he's calling her out. But he never shows that. And I have not seen that anywhere. And a lot of people have stitched this. So maybe we're wrong. And if we're wrong, we'll put it here. But... I have not seen that and I have questions. I will say that like given her past behavior, I I would believe that. Right, cuz she has left stupid comments before.
0: Yeah, and that could be what he's basing that off cuz he knows people would believe it. But it is interesting that he did show all the receipts of the texts and stuff,
1: but not this. Yep. But anyway, so Michaela responded last night.
5: I really like Matthew. Matthew's a really nice guy. I've had good conversations with him. But I find it really unfortunate that he decided to take this issue to TikTok and fabricate a lie in order to prove a point. Am I entirely wrong that I didn't review the Tanner when I said I would? Yes. Did I mention to him that I didn't get to it? Yes. But still, nonetheless, I should have reviewed the Tanner sooner. But to fabricate a lie that when I told him I used his Tanner, he says I lied to him and used a spray tan. I've never gotten a spray tan in my life. I, I'd like to brief with that. Second of all, the reason that the tan appeared orange is the same reason I look kind of like really warm and orangey right now. The video has color grading on it. So if I take the color grading off of my video, let me show you what I look like. And this was just in a video of me showing my outfit. So if I did a video using the tanner, it wouldn't have color grading on it, but it was just a random video. So let me take the color grading off and show you what I actually look like. This is what the color graded on.
0: Not her calling it color grading.
5: And yes, I have this tan on. (laughs) A filter. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I was like, I I don't think you graded
0: that color much to But
5: And I didn't lie. Again, I am completely in the wrong because I should not have told Matthew, oh, I'll do it tomorrow when I when tomorrow came and I couldn't do it. And I did tell him, I did tell him I wasn't able to get to it because I was in a rush, but I was going to get to it. I always get to it. It just sometimes takes a bit. Anyways, he messages me again around, you know, New Year's and lets me know that he had purchased 10,000 units or $10,000 worth of Tana, which I did not advise him to do that. That is a business decision that he made. Fact of the matter is, I didn't get to it yet. That's it. I, if you look at my track record of Tana videos, making a Tana video is different than me sitting at my beauty desk. I do them like once or twice a year. And I don't tan often at all. Last year I tanned maybe three, four times. So I know that like four months has gone by since I said I would do the review, but I just don't tan a lot and I don't make tan videos a lot. He cannot rely on me for the success of his brand. He just can't. I just, I don't know what to do in this situation, but I am thoughts.
0: Sorry. I appreciate that she did admit that it was fucked of her to promise him something. I agree with her that she didn't tell him to get, the back stock of products to like have that inventory ready. But I think she does need to be maybe a little more aware of how her promises are going to change people's decisions because she has even spoken out about how small brands can't handle the influx of orders when she promotes them. So it's not like he didn't have a reason for doing that. But he even her immediate response
1: to him month. was like, oh, good, now you'll have the stock when I post. So she encouraged it. Because like I said, she,
0: she knows it will have that influence and that she can make or break a brand. And like to say that he's completely relying on her to have a successful business I think is like a little shady because like no but you did promise him this and you basically reiterated what he thought that it could make or break his business like if he didn't have a good product you wouldn't be giving him a good review for free so I think she's accepting some responsibility but then kind of acting a little oblivious to the kind of influence that she does have right she's not an everyday influencer like brands pay her hundreds of thousands of dollars and I think that that's also something that like Like, I don't know why she is offering free reviews and, like, promising people this and, like, texting with business owners. Like, that seems irresponsible. It's also,
1: like, she's acknowledging that she did wrong, but then she immediately will go back on that and just be like, I'm wrong, yes, but this and that and the other. When, you know, yes, you did tell him that you were going to do it at a later time once he came to you with the 10,000 unit thing, but number one, he had to come to you. Once you told him I'm going to post it tomorrow, he had to come to you weeks later. Then it has been... In, by her own admission four months since the initial agreement that they were going to have this review posted. So it's like, you have to just stand here and be like, I fucked up. Like, there's no other way around it. It's like, I should not have agreed or promised anything I couldn't promise. Like, that's literally it. You can't blame it on him. Yeah. Even though I do think it's his fault that he took out the $10,000 loan. He's the one that took it out. Yes, I know why he did it. But again, she didn't ask him to do that. So there's two sides to this where it's like, She didn't tell you to do that, but also, Michaela, you're not right for promising him something you couldn't... Keep. Now she just kind of tiptoes around it, and you could tell that she's annoyed. Like, you could tell that she's like, Really, yeah. bitch? Like, you brought this to the internet? And she very much knows that, like, she
0: can't not take any responsibility oh, because people will call her out for that. I would have respected it more had she just leaned into, like, I was busy and I, like, I shouldn't have promised him that because I clearly couldn't get to right. it. And, like, it wasn't a priority for me. And, like, I would have respected her more for that. To pretend, like, I was gonna do it. Like, how long is he supposed to wait to think? For
1: sure. Who you are yeah, though. I like agree. is
0: it six months, eight months? When when could he get a little
1: questionable about it? Yeah, for sure. But he responded to hers literally, this was like within 30 minutes of each other.
2: Michaela just posted a response to my TikTok. I wanna be very clear about why I made the decision to post that video. The day before yesterday, my followers were commenting on one of Michaela's videos about her reviewing Illusion Bronze. And Michaela made the decision to respond to them and say things like no and shut up and proceeded to block a lot of people that are following me. That really triggered me because two weeks ago was when I told Michaela that I had spent $10,000 on product. No, Michaela did not tell me to spend $10,000 on product, but her knowing that I had just spent all that money on product, why is she responding to people in her comment section saying things like no and shut up and blocking them? So Michaela, that is why I posted that video.
5: I really like Matthew. Matthew's a really nice guy. I've had good conversations with him, but I find it really unfortunate that he decided to take this issue to TikTok and fabricate a lie in order to prove a point. Am I entirely wrong that I didn't review the Tana when I said I would? Yes. Did I mention to him that I didn't get to it? Yes. But still, nonetheless, I should have reviewed the Tana sooner. But to fabricate a lie that when I told him I used his Tana, he says I lied to him and used a spray tan? I've never gotten a spray tan in my life. I'd like to brief with that.
2: If Michaela is saying that she didn't get a spray tan, I'm not gonna double down. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong and I apologize for that. See, I've been airbrush tanning people for half of my life. And there's something called either a heavy hand or a light hand when you're airbrushing. And when somebody has a heavy hand, no, I'm it's using usually this a hand. bad spray tan or somebody inexperienced. They'll start out on one part of the arm, the higher part light, and then it gets really heavy as they pull down. And as somebody who's spray tanned a lot of people, that's what it appeared like to me but like she said, that's not true. I
1: feel like he breezed past the fact that like, he completely like said, she lied 100% basically, and she didn't. He basically was like, I mean, she says that she didn't and I'm not gonna argue with her, but allegedly in my opinion. Yeah, actually, now that you mentioned that, it is almost like if he was justifying like, but she did still get a spray tan, even though he says he's not gonna double yeah. down. And
5: of all, the reason that the tan appeared orange is the same reason I look kind of like really warm and orangey right now. The video has color grading on it. So if I take the color grading off of my video, let me show you what I look like. And this was just in a video of me showing my outfit. So if I did a video using the tana, it wouldn't have color grading on it, but it was just a random video. So let me take the color grading off and show you what I actually look like. This is with the color grading off. Totally different. And yes, I have this tana on and I'm not orange at all. And I've never gotten a spray tan and I didn't lie. Again, I am completely in the wrong because I should not have told Matthew, oh, I'll do it tomorrow when I-
1: Yeah, so after she says that she didn't ask him to do the $10,000, he plays her video of her saying that she doesn't like to support indie brands anymore because they don't have the capacity. It's a plausible reason that, like, it makes sense that he arrived at that decision. Yeah, but anyway, then he continues. And
5: I did tell him, I did tell him I wasn't able to get to it because I was in a rush. But I was going to get to it. I always get to it. It just sometimes takes a
2: bit. I just want to clarify again. When she told me she was posting it tomorrow, she did not the next day tell me, oh, I'm so sorry. I was so busy. I didn't get to it. She didn't tell me that until three weeks later when I contacted her and said, hey, you said you were posting this the next day. I bought all this product. Then she said, oh, I'm sorry. I was too busy. I didn't get to it.
5: Anyways, he messages me again around, you know, New Year's and lets me know that he had purchased 10,000 units or $10,000 worth of Tana, which I did not advise him to do that. That is a business decision that he made.
2: Michaela did not advise me to do that, and I 100% did that on my own, and here is why.
5: I used to review indie brands all the time. When I was making those indie brand review videos, you know, 90 to 100% of the time, the product would sell out. Um, there's been a few instances where the indie brand cannot handle the, the capacity to...
1: Ooh, <laughs> Yeah, I have to say, I do, in this situation, although I have a few quarrels with the way he went about it, I have to agree with Matthew on this. Like, it, it completely would yeah. piss me the fuck off if it was me. Like, there's no other way around it. If someone promised me something and they didn't go about it, yeah, you can not necessarily be 100% justified in that feeling like again like the $10,000 thing I think that that's a little bit of a stretch to think that that's her fault but like does he have a right to be pissed that she said I'm posting this tomorrow and she didn't yeah like I totally see why that's annoying multiple times she said she was gonna post it and now that she's being like I would have gotten to it it's like Would you though? That's the thing is like at this point and her energy is also giving very similar to her stalking video where she was like, why are people thinking I'm sponsored by Beauty Blender? You guys are idiots. Like just like getting so annoyed because of your pattern of behavior. Yeah, it's like Michaela at this point, your word means shit. Like even before this, your yeah. word meant shit to me. at Did least. It, and though? That's that yeah. I still go and buy some of the products that you recommend and then they suck for me. Like it's not that I trust her. It's that certain things will look a certain way on her face or something. And I'm like, oh, period, I'll get that. You know, there are things like that. All that being said, do I think that initially this really was just someone who was busy and promised way too much? Yeah. I don't think she went into this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I was trying to get at earlier. No. It's like she wasn't intentionally trying to fuck this small business over. She was genuinely being like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. And then she just couldn't. Like, because she was she's a mess. For like, sure.
0: But I think the difference is, is just, and we've talked about before, that it's like, it's not like I was promising to post it. Like, if I posted about this man's self tanner, he might get two orders.
1: You're really selling us to the brands, Lily.
0: No, but like, you know what I mean? Like comparatively speaking, like she calls out the fact that she can't even do it for small brands because they can't handle how much of an influence that she has on their sales. And then she's gonna kind of be like, I'm sorry, I didn't tell him to do that. Like, no, you didn't. But you did promise him things that you shouldn't have promised if you weren't serious about doing them. And I think that that's like, you can't be a people pleaser when you have that much on the line.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think also make up your mind. Either you don't want to support small businesses because they don't have the capacity or you do. And you understand that when you promise a small business that you're going to support them, that they're going to prepare for it whether you like it or not. It's worth questioning. Does she really not review small businesses
0: because they can't handle the orders or does she not do it? Or because they can't pay her? Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) So I'm like, she probably doesn't even have that at the forefront of her mind when she's talking to him because she didn't actually mean it. Like we've now seen such a consistent pattern of behavior that as he said, like she doesn't have any integrity. It doesn't seem like. Her word means shit. She's willing to do whatever is going to benefit her most at the time. At the time she was in a good mood she was talking to him and she thought okay cool this seems fine but the next day maybe she got another brand deal and then it took her attention away from that and then she no longer even had that even remotely in the forefront of her thoughts so she just completely forgot about it which I get she's busy she does have a lot of things going on but then that means you need to be conscious that you aren't promising things to people that is going to be a life-changing thing or a business-changing thing for them and then kind of write them off when they're like why didn't it happen?
1: Yeah no I get that and I want to preface like I didn't have a bad taste in my mouth or like a preconceived idea of Matthew but I think the only reason I had a little like eh, about him is because of his situation with Trisha Paytas which is something I mentioned to you on text yeah which I have no clue what you're talking about yeah and we don't have time to get into it because full disclosure I gotta go but there are videos we can cut to and basically what it is is he wanted to help Trisha Paytas get these wide calf Givenchy boots because she was like vocal about wanting these boots and she was like selling her Balenciaga bags and all this stuff to try and you know buy the Givenchy boots
2: you're a fan of Trisha Paytas you know that for the past month she's been talking about how badly she wants these $6,500 Givenchy crystal boots to the point that she's like emptying out her closet she's trying to sell this pride Birkin right now. Every other day, she's posting about designer bags and shoes that she's selling. These are all the clothes she's shipping out on Poshmark.
1: And I don't know if he took this as like, she's broke and she needs boots, but I was just gonna say it because she can't afford it otherwise. Literally, like, it was so weird. He was like saying, you know, she helped me because like me seeing her breakdown, like I also struggle with the same mental health issues and I've had very erratic emotional experiences like her. Like he literally said that.
2: I don't remember when I first came a- across Trisha, but my first memory of her is being on Vine and someone had done a repost of her asking if dogs have brains. But I really started following her during this Sean breakup. I remember it being national news, like on the blogs and everywhere and being like, who is this girl? And I wasn't like, who is this girl in a judgmental way? I was like, who is this girl? Oh my God, this is me. When I would go through breakups, I was just devastated, crushed, like, it was, I was, I was incapable of working, like, I remember going to work and being made fun of because, like, I was trying to, like, straighten up clothes, like, on a rack, and I'd be, like, (laughs) like, I could not do it. I would, like, go to the back and be crying all the time, and everyone I knew made me feel like I was genuinely crazy, so to see that there was someone else that I thought was, like, oh, she's like me in a way, it gave me a sense of, like, And
1: then he said, I think like all of the profits from his Illusion bronze, like selling the self-tanner was gonna go towards helping Trisha Paytas get her Givenchy boots.
2: I do own my own product line, which has gone viral on TikTok probably four times now. Illusion bronze is the only custom self-tanner mixed for each individual person based off of your eye color, your hair color, and your skin tone. If you're wondering how this all ties together, I did the math and all I have to do is sell 130 bottles of illusion bronze and we can buy Trisha the Givenchy boots.
1: Anyway, she was like, from what I remember, I think she told him no. Like, she was just like, don't worry, like, I could buy them. Because they were like $6,500. Yeah, I think Trisha can afford that. Honestly, the whole fundraiser aspect of it, I was like, there's a lot of other things you could have fundraised for. Like, I know he knows that, but it was just weird. Like, I just didn't like, like the doing whole it for thing attention. It.
2: Yeah, it felt that way to me. People might think I'm crazy, but I think this is fun. I think this is sweet. I think this is cool. If you want to help me surprise Trisha with these boots, Maybe she would let me, like, bring them to her on the podcast or something.
1: Especially because he attached it to Illusion Bronze, and he's like, every bottle sold, like, I'll give it to Trisha Paytas and her Givenchy boots. I'm like, no thanks. No, that's
4: very strange. Yeah, Yeah.
1: so he did that. She ended up getting the boots. They didn't fit. Y'all,
4: they do not fit wide calf. I don't know if these are wide calf. I'm, oh
1: no. But anyway, that happened and then he ended up going on her podcast and they had a podcast episode together.
2: Oh wow, Matthew, yeah. Mariah. Yeah. Oh, oh, is that Mariah. Mariah Carey. <laughs> 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 wrong, 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 well, bombs out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're yeah. the girl from the Givenchy booth. Oh, yeah.
4: yes.
5: It's tragic.
1: Don't ask us about it. (laughs) It was all just a very interesting time. But that's why I had kind of a weird little feeling about him and feeling like it was all kind of like he wanted the attention. I didn't know anything about that. Even though I'm like, obviously he wants attention around his brand. He's a brand owner. Like, I get that. But it was just a weird vibe. I can't explain it. I was going to say, but that's an interesting tactic to get attention. But anyway, enough of all that crap, because we have to get to our We Love the Internet segment. And I have never been more ready for anything in my entire life. Oh, my God. Okay, I don't have one so you can just take the spotlight. Okay, shall I preface this? No, I'm just gonna play it. This is only gonna be epic if you haven't ever seen this before. If you have, I'm gonna be sad. Oh! was just sending me a really... He was just sending me a lot of cringy James, Ch- James Charles TikToks. Honestly, what? Manny MUA. Honestly, James Charles, the, What was the, the, the butt and the... <laughs> what is I have so many questions. Why is his ass crack out? Also, number two, why did they think they ate so severely? Because you know they did. Well, and you know I mean, they would still look at it now and be like, we served. Like, except you didn't. Can you play it again? Just to <laughs> so, like see Manny specifically. In the beginning, the swerving of the hips. Look at the... Oh... Oh, oh, oh. What is that? (laughs) The fart.
0: (laughs) I. James looks like me. Posing on a red carpet.
1: <laughs> so, for our listeners and non-viewers, I'm so sorry you're missing out on this gem. But basically, what it is is Manny MUA and James Charles walking down a runway. God knows when this happened, why this happened. Nobody knows the details. Okay, I'm sure some do, but I don't. And they're literally—I don't even know how to explain it. Not only is there walk. Interesting. But when Manny MUA starts swaying his hips at the end of the runway and then turns around and shows his plumber's crack, I can't deal with that. Uh, I am just shook. Not Nikita Dragon being there too. So this was a long time ago, honey. This was like 2016. Was it Michael Kors? No, Michael Kors was laughing at them. Marco Marco? Yeah, it was something called Marco Marco Fashion Show. I mean, it seemed like something lower tier. No offense. But it didn't seem like it was giving uh, Givenchy. Not people six years ago telling them they looked good. What is up with this subreddit? Manny's look is amazing. Oh my God, we were all delusional. Love James look, shines sister. Ooh, I'm shocked that Manny put that look together. I'm completely shocked. This is like a relic, like a time capsule almost. Yeah, this should be put in... A museum. A museum yeah <laughs> I agree anyway fun times you know all it took for me to not send that to you it was hard
0: I do love the internet for encapsulating things like that
1: but anyway that is it that is where we will leave you thank you guys so much for making it to the end of this one it was interesting and kind of sloppy but a little off the rails but we we did get here eventually <laughs> we made it to our destination we always do it just was a little messy anyway I do hope you guys had a great weekend and have a great rest of your week and as always we will see you on Friday bye